Good afternoon, it's DJ Sweetly for Let the Youth Live. We're all about solutions to keep the youth alive. We're working with so many people across the UK, working together on life-saving initiatives. Now, if you're not already following us, please do so on Let the Youth Live, all social platforms. You can catch previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please check out our earlier episodes and you can see what we've been discussing, what action plans we've been making, what we've been doing, what we've been discussing and input from people across the UK. Now I want to shout out um, Hazel Brown um, who's just locked in, big up to you. Shout out to my sis um, Christella who hopefully will be getting up on the live. I think she's at work but um, we should still get her on. All right, so let me add her up now. Um, while we wait um, for some more people to come on. How you doing, Hazel? Long time, man. Come up on the live if you can as well. Hey, babe. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can hear you loud and clear, my darling. Hello. Yeah, you at work then? Always. It doesn't stop, does it? This is what we do. <laughs> I know. It doesn't it stop. I am. Yeah, oh. I am. Oh. I'm at work. So I'm with a lovely bunch of young people today. So I feel very privileged and I'm just so excited to be here right now. Let's get into the juicy stuff, girl. <laughs> yeah. What is going there's on? Been, there's been so much, hasn't there? darling there's yeah. oh my goodness a lots and lots of positive um as well as you know the negative but there's a lots happening there's a lots lot like really positive things happening things that will be making change so we're very very excited about that um i was going to say we'll talk um about the um, TV series, but wait, let's see if we can get some more people on. Um, yeah, wait till a few more people join us. And if people can share the live as well. But yeah, so much positivity, lots of people um, wanting to work, you know, alongside us. Really, really positive, isn't it? I'm just so excited for what let the youth live have achieved accomplished and continue to keep striving towards that yeah. you know we literally you know we've done this out of our own time our own finances you know um and we're just grateful for all the support that we have had in so many different ways it's just amazing what people can do when they come together it really is and it? it just it feels so good doesn't it you know all these like-minded people people you know with real goodness inside you know that want to make change that actually care about the young people exactly that and that's what it is like people that actually care about what's happening with the young people that's yeah. what's important exactly it's all about them it's all about making their life better them being able to be children to be exactly. young enjoy life not this that's going on and I can see we've got Marcia um I think has just joined us Marcia see if you can come up on the live request us we'd love to get you on if you can come on um, yeah I'm sure that's yeah it's Marcia from um Brighton and Brighton um we discovered recently has the the highest rates of county lines grooming young people um it's it's shocking. It really is shocking the numbers that it's happening to down there. But Marcia works with a group called Pattern Up, who um, are doing exceptional work with the young people down there. Um, she's actually started a petition as well, Christella. I, I think I've sent it to you. Um, oh, wicked! But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and do a link tree for the account today, right? So I can put all the petitions that we're 
we're doing, that we're part of, um, the GoFundMe, you know, even the, the interviews that have been done recently as well, where we've broken down what's going on out here um, and what people can do to get involved, like what we do here on the podcast. But this is another way for people to, yeah, find out a bit more, see what they can do um, to help. So I'm going to have a go at that later, all right? So, um, yeah, so in our bio, it will have, yeah, the link tree with Marcia's petition will be in it, which is to change law for ch uh, criminal child exploitation and all the laws Hallelujah. that they're asking for, the young people have spoken out. The, the young people have, have said what they need, right? And this petition's got it all in there, Christella. So this is why we're, we're with them. We're pushing that petition as well, all right? Um, alongside our own petition. So we've got one um, which is demanding the COBRA meeting because that is our priority right now is getting the COBRA meeting so we can get the various laws pushed through really, really quick, right, in a matter of days. Now, what we've kind of realised is that I think we may need some drastic action. Because yep. uh, we need the attention of the government, of the people in power, to get this COBRA meeting. So if there's anyone on the live um, who, you know, has got any ideas or you know someone who might be able, you know, to think of something, you know, that we could do. We've marched in hundreds, if not thousands, right? We've had people from across the whole of the UK um, demonstrating on the same day and the same time. We, um, I mean, we recently, a couple of weeks ago, did... Um, the anti-knife crime demo. But we're not getting listened to. <laughs> so what we want is some drastic ideas, right? Um, I don't know if I've told you the ones I've already had, uh, Christella, um, that a few people have put forward. When we were at the knife crime demo, mm -hmm. there was loads, before I got to the demo, there was like, there was loads of police. It was all sealed off. There was, um, I thought it was our lot for the anti-knife crime demo, but it wasn't, right? Wow. It was the extinct rebellion, right? But literally they had, I think somebody had glued themselves to the floor. You had somebody else, I think had thrown paint up, this, up Big Ben. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, right? Um, one of, I think they were for animal cruelty, right? But they had big crowds, they had, you know, and they certainly got some attention, right? You've also got, in Parliament, they, they made a circle and they all super glued their hands together in Parliament. Oh, yeah. Right? So, but then they had to, it took hours before the specialists came. To unstick them, right? <laughs> then I saw a guy, he put a bike chain round his head on the gates of Parliament. Uh, right, so there's oh some of the things day. we've seen, right? Uh, big up to Proud and Gifted, just saw that you're locked in. Uh, shout out to Marcia, she's saying she is here. Um, she's put the link for the um, petition, all right? But I'm definitely going to add that to the link tree when I do that today, all right? So I would say it is mission, let's get these petitions signed, right? Those two in particular, right? Um, by any means necessary, we're gonna think about what drastic action we're gonna take to get attention. Yeah. Now, I had had suggestions in the past about going outside MPs' houses. So I don't know if that's something we could attempt, because we haven't done that before. Well, do you know what? It is what it is. I think at this point, it's just, it just seems to be a repetitive pattern of the issue being ignored. Um, and there's so many people that are trying to make a difference that 
are really trying to fight for these rights and we're not being heard. So imagine, and I've got to keep taking it to this place, how victims feel. They're, if they're, we're not being heard, how are yeah, they feeling? Exactly. You know? Yeah, you're right. We're, we're getting on. frustrated. But yeah. these people, you know, that have been affected by these issues are losing faith, they're losing hope, they're not even feeling like a human being. Like, this cannot continue. And I find in the world that we're in today, there's always a reason for bad behaviour. Yeah. I've noticed. And and half of the issue is, it's the laws around this. Child yeah. exploitation, child That's abuse. Any, exactly. Any crime against a child, there should be no leverage. Yeah. And all the way around, no matter what the crime is, not even just specific to... And there's so many areas that they're unprotected in. It's it's shocking, isn't it? When When you know the truth, and it's about us imparting that knowledge to others so that they fully understand because exactly. it, it's shocking out here. Right, I'm going to try and add Marcy because she said she needs a link, right? So I'm going to try and add you now, Marcy. I'm just going to read what you said on the message. And it's she says, and door-to-door discussions and WhatsApp groups in neighbourhoods, night, night walks in parks are allowing our youth to lead. That's brilliant. I love all that. And the thing is, I think I find that like we can we make all these suggestions, and I, and I love that we've got everything. But initially, it comes down to the people. Like I've noticed yeah. in certain You're sections, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in certain cultures or whatever, like you know, a lot of women don't have voices, and that's the truth, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So how are they going to be able to get out of their houses and, and do active things to, to be part of this? Do you know what I mean? Or they just brush it under the carpet and it's ignored. So how do we get to that point as a nation where we're all on the same page? That's a very good question. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, I mean I'm racking my brains. I've been racking my exactly. brains about this because it just seems to be... It's like some people just get it instantly and some don't. Precisely. Um, and like you say, we've stood outside of our windows in the middle of the street, clapping and screaming, yeah. trying to... Oh, do you know that's I mean? coming back, by the way, right? That's yeah. 100% coming back, right? Um, definitely, I'm thinking in the next few weeks-ish, right? I'm going to print out, like what I said before, I'm actually going to make the flyer, and then we can at least put leaflets out right? And then what people need to do is send us the footage. Because when I thought about it, we were getting lots of views on that. Like, lots and lots of views, even though there wasn't many people taking part. (laughs) Lots of people looking. (laughs) So, we're going back to that, but I think our demands are going to be different this time. It's going to be for the COBRA meeting. I agree, because... You know, we everyone came together for the NHS to clap for their bravery and what they did going through COVID. Well, do you know what? We're the soldiers out here down on the floor fighting for the safety of everyone's children. So how can that not be a priority? Exactly. And like we said, right, because this is the thing, Marcia, right, we, we discuss all these things, right? We have all these ideas and we, you know, we actually, we speak to all different people and we get to a thing, right, okay, we're going to make it as easy as possible for people, don't we, uh, Christina? We're just like, right, we just want, we don't, we know life's hard. We know people have got loads on. We know there's loads of dramas, there's loads of, you know, serious shit going down. But we try and do the simplest things for people so it makes them easy to. That's free. Do and something. Free, exactly. quick, easy, simple, right? And we still hear excuses. Exactly. Go compare us to more questions. Like, do you know what I mean? It is so crazy. I'm going to try and add... Uh, she, I think she's just gone off again. Um, let me see if I can uh, add her. Let me see. Okay. Right, I've invited you to join... Cause it would work really good to get you on. Hey! Good to meet you, finally. Nice to meet you too. Oh. Hello, darling. Hello. Hello. We love, we love what you're doing. Oh, thank you're you amazing, so man. And you are and thank you. people as well. 
Oh, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm kind of, um, with Patting Up, all the children uh, have lived experience of child exploitation. And um, we set it up with our own lived um, experiences as well um, in the community. Um, and so the reasons why I didn't expect to go on video, <laughs> this is not going to go down very well with Patting Up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're basically kind of petitioning government because um through our you know through the children's experiences and through our research and talking to parents and carers and seeing how severe this issue is in Brighton and Hove um and then contacting local government and setting up like kind of lots of different discussions and meetings and groups and working intensively with young people there's not been much support you know the people who have supported us have been audio active are you okay you know of, of, of brought out amazing counsellors um, the police have been some of the police have been okay now we're back to the old school traditional kind of method where children are being treated as criminals again That's okay crazy. yeah yeah so they're being criminalized we've got we've got kids who've been thrown out of school um we've got one young person right now who's homeless um who was actually thrown out of a hostel as well Mm -hmm. um, because um, they thought she was taking drugs, and she was taking drugs, yeah. and she was being groomed, you oh, know? Shit. So we've got a, yeah. an awful lot of that going on. Yeah. And the economy, the, the British economy, the reason why we're pushing this petition so hard is because, you know, it's pretty obvious from listening to, you know, all the kind of people who are involved right now in government, um, that they're okay with drugs, you know? Yeah. And the yeah. economy, the economy... Yeah is relying upon cocaine and other drug sales. So it's quite kind of, it's a big market. So there's that yeah. to be included as well. So that's why there's no port, especially during lockdown. We had a lot of children exploited during lockdown. And they tell, mm -hmm. you know, they tell us our, their stories and they're still recovering now. And um, the ports were left open. The airports weren't checked. So mm -hmm. it was like, well, mm -hmm. what is actually going on with our children? We lost one person who's not come back. You know, mm. so there's been a really, it's, it's severe in Brighton Hove and it's, it's covered up really well. Because yeah. it's only down to you, like, letting me know all about, you know, what is going on down there. I didn't realise it, it's like how, you know, like you've got the highest numbers. Yeah, of it, 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 it is covered up and we've got this child-friendly Brighton going on and we've got the government, local government pushing um, for you know, basically kind of to bring Brighton the best tourist spot in the, in the UK. And I want that too, you know, and our kids mm -hmm. want that too. They want Brighton yeah. to be a really safe place for young people. But exactly. it's, it's, it's not, you know. Yeah. And, it's and definitely it's not. Worked. Yeah. yeah, and the people who are right at the top, who are, you know, using our children as runners and, you know, as, as, as drug dealers, and then leaving them in absolute mental health chaos. I mean, the mental health situation. It's, it's horrifying. Oh, gosh, yeah. What, what they, they get put through. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you hear the cases from passing out with the kids, you know, um, they all have additional learning needs, all of them. They're all basically um, really trusting as well. So that's something yeah. that kind of myself and Daryl, Daryl's listening to this now, Cinna One, um he's an amazing youth worker um and he plays the dad and i play the mum <laughs> there's quite a few other people involved bobby and tom and you know there's some really amazing people involved massively amazing people um so we look after the you know we're here all the time 24 7 it's not a nine to five job you mm -hmm. know and we've got people right now who are working and funded and they are clocking off at 12 and 3 you know, yep. where we are here all the time. I've got a young person coming like this afternoon, for instance. I don't know what time she'll turn up, but I'm looking forward to see her. You know? Yeah. You are doing absolutely <laughs> wonderful work, and I'm so um, proud of you. My face is in <laughs> I'm going to get so much sticks for this. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, we're Listen, the same, aren't we, Christella, about coming on the yeah. night. And, like, we're really, like, we both suffer really bad with anxiety, right? Yeah. We, I have not, PTSD from my experiences. Same yeah, with Christella, yeah. right? Same yeah. with Christella. Yeah. But the children are so important to us, right? Cute, that we push always. through it, don't we? Yeah. And we... You know, they're so important and future generations, you know, to come. 
these kids deserve a life, a proper, yeah. decent, fun, and oh, not to be afraid. There's a pattern though, I mean, of my children are mixed race, Passing up is mixed race, kind of, but a lot of the children in Passing up are um, identified, they're really diverse, really diverse, uh, mixed race, LGBTQ, um, children from really low income backgrounds when Passing up was exploited, there was a serious family kind of financial, you know, kind of risk, etc. So, and the, the boys in particular, kind of that we've tracked and seen are all between 14 and 17 so they're going through puberty yeah so they're really there's a drop in income or the parent is struggling or parents are struggling or the parents are taking drugs around okay. here lots of parents take drugs yeah. frequently drugs so, so drugs cocaine, so, cocaine so yeah the, we've got that all peckham it's, it's yeah yeah. It's the crack, we've got all the crackheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what basically kind of happens is, is the children are introduced to drugs by the groomers. They give them high quantities over a short period of time. They create mm. addicts. The children mm. then think at the time that they are, you know, able to afford it and can't afford it. You know, they don't get any money back from the drug dealing and they become addicts and then they become reliant on the drug dealers. And mm. that is when they start to get into trafficking and that's when the enslavement starts. Yeah. You know? It's, it's frightening, just yeah. the way you know they're preyed on. Mm. I've just got to say, I've been doing this for 10 years, and it's very, very rare to find an organisation that also understands child exploitation. So, like, there is strength in beauty, and not enough women like us you know, can set that example of, do you know what, you're beautiful from the inside out. And the more we can show that to children, listen, your value and your worth is on the inside, you know, yeah. and tackling these issues and actually understanding these issues and walking alongside the young people, there's, there's, there's so much beauty and power in that, you yeah, know? Definitely. I think, I think a lot of people are scared of, of young people. I've had a personal experience, you know, we had a, a, a many years and um, I, you know, I had domestic violence as well in my life and that made me vulnerable. But yeah, and my background was in human rights and children's rights, so I felt like a hypocrite, you know. <laughs> and then we had a lived experience and it, it, it was really, really hard. And I gave my guidance out and said, this is what you do when this happens to your child. You know, and I'll send that again as well on how to treat a child who's being exploited. Because one of the first things that my family said, you know, was to throw him out. Like, you know, throw him out. It's the he's last being thing. really bad, yeah. being really disrespectful, throw him out. And most That's always the first thing they do. kids in Patton Up have been thrown out and are living in their own accommodation. Yeah. You know, and they're vulnerable because they are picked out by the groomers because they know that they're living in the hostels. So the groomers target those hostels. You know, the kids are 18, 19 now and they target right. them and they go, you know, they go and use them and abuse them sexually and through drugs, etc. And they're scared of them. And then the public are scared of them because they just see um, children who they, they stereotype as, as not like them. You know, um, I think that particularly happened with, with Patton Up. You know, people thought that he was aggressive because, you know, and it, it was, I believe, because of his, his ethnicity. You know, mm -hmm. it's because of his ethnicity and his background um, that he basically kind of was seen as that. But now he's risen and um, he's doing really amazing work and he's got a tribe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic to hear. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like all it's like all these, you know, the reality of what's going on. This yeah. is why with the the TV series that Christella has come up with. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm just I'm so kind of excited going forward to get these stories out. Yeah, to get people to understand. Yeah, yeah. How? Advice. Yeah, how at risk mm. our children are. Mm. Exactly. Um, thank you, Sweetly, for bringing that up because I've, you know, I've done hostel work for ten years now. So I've worked with so many different types of young people with so many different stories. I've been 
fighting grooming gangs for 20 years. You know, I don't stop and I'll never stop. And do they you know don't what I mean? stop, do they, Costello? They don't stop. The grooming That's stop. Not stop. Thank you, darling. They, mm. if, if you sleep, don't ever think they're not. Because one person mm. of our team sleeping, there's 10 of them awake, yeah? yeah? Waiting for us to fall asleep. 100%. These are the most malicious, calculated, yeah. disgusting Nasty. human beings on the planet. Yeah? yeah? Mm. And I'm not going to live my life on this earth allowing it to keep happen, happening. Yeah. I'm not doing it. No. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's wrong. Fall for, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to stand for something called fall for everything in life. Yeah. And these are children. These this are children. children. Yeah. I know. And each child, when, one thing that I learned, because I used to work at Amnesty, um, albeit, you know, I did it, but it was quite, we, we didn't get on very well there because of the racism there in Amnesty, actually. And now the staff have actually left. I was working with Assad Raymond. So he knows a lot about this as well. He's not standing for it. He's working on Pakistan at the moment. He's doing his own personal campaign on Pakistan. I can understand yeah. that. But he'd be a good person to get involved with this massively. So if he's listening, oh, I'm going to share this with him anyway. Yeah. Well, this is, <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> it. Like, I started writing this script six years ago, believe it or not. And wow, um, yeah. yeah. I was as soon just as like, you told me about the it, I like, yeah, well, he, because we're not being heard. So no, this is—is is this going to be the only way to get heard? Then, well, then this is what we're going to do, isn't it? We're going to yeah. bring it to your TV. Then we're going to show yeah. you what it is. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Each mm -hmm. child, though—is um, this live kind of across London? What this live? So there's a prize total children, but the the the, the, the actual average um, value of a young person. I'm not going to share it with you now, but if yeah. you look in the slavery act. Yeah. There's a lot of money, yeah. They are, seriously. Yes. So they're, 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 it's, it's not mishap, you know, the kind of... No, they're seeing them, yeah, with a price race. tag. Yeah. yeah, and the thick kids. You know, when you look at all mm -hmm. the boys who go missing, and the girls as well, yeah. you know, the girls have something about them, you know, and the boys do. All, you know, and they, they all have send as well. You know, they all have additional... That's why I heard time. that. Yeah. It's more yeah, because thing. they're more vulnerable and easier to manipulate. Yeah, like that's why. I mean, I, I'm I'm hyperactive. I was classified. I left school, you know, in year nine. You know, when I became, I, I went. I reckon I am probably a bit. <laughs> 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 I think you definitely are. <laughs> yeah. It's no, but I, I had that experience. I was lucky. I was, you know, I was picked up, and I did, you know, I did dance and music, and I got, you know, I was out there and did some acting and things. I was really lucky. These days, you don't have the YTSs and you don't have another YTS team was awful, but you yeah. don't have that same support for kids. You know, no. so if you're thrown out of school, you go to a pro. And when you go to a pro, the pros are being converted into academies. There's no monies in the pros, all the staff are supply teachers. There's no love there. You know, there's no GCSEs there either. You know, so yes. they go to these pros, they feel rubbish. And then, you know, then after that, they're sent on off very often to hostels as well and become unemployed, you know. So they're only things. One thing that um, one of the young people said to me is, what would you rather us do? Would you rather us basically kind of go and stack shells somewhere? Or would, you know, we've got a better life doing this, yeah. you know? And then the whole knife crime thing is that the groomers say to them, and I've, I've seen this and I've heard it, better with one when the, than without one. You know, I better have one than without one. I'm yes. asking them to release all this. I've asked all the, the artists, the youth artists, I call them youth artists. Some of them aren't artists, some of them just express themselves through art. It's yes. like, can we release this, please? But they're too scared to release their work because they think that the people who've been grooming them will locate them and know who they are. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And for a child to go through that and think that at the end of a process of expressing themselves and what they've been through oh, and then be scared to share it, that's something else, you know? Yeah, that's traumatizing that's just pure fear and this is yeah. what they do they just completely install fear into that person yeah. um for as long as they can for as much as they can yeah. um because that's how they get them into a state of like sedation of being quiet exactly um and it's a tactic that they've used continuously you know when we go back to love bombing when we go back to gaslighting yeah. Yeah. All of these yeah. things, mm -hmm. you know and if you really want to take it deep if you're even ready for it we all know what's happening in satanic cults to kids and what they do mm. to, to keep them traumatized mm -hmm. girl don't even get me started i'm telling you the devil ain't ready for me today like, don't <laughs> yeah. <play with> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Stop playing with our kids. This like, is, yeah. this is how serious it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Because I go out at night, I go on night walks and all sorts of things. And because I do, I do not fear death, 
you know, <laughs> and we don't feel us, aren't we? And I take the dog with me, and yeah. you know, and it's like kind of, come on then, <laughs> if you're going to touch them. And I think that presence, if you're sure of yourself, there's very few of us that can do that. Yeah. And we have to have been somewhere to get through to this point. I'm telling you, you yeah. exactly. Yeah, so you've got to sleep with the devil. You've got to walk down those dark roads before you truly oh. understand what evil yeah. is out there. And oh, this is gotcha. where I kind of, you know, no disrespect, no shade to men, to men, okay? But we're women. Like, we're already suppressed as it is. Our voices are already, you know what I mean? Like, beneath a man. Sorry to say it, but it's the truth. Well, I'm fed up with it because why are we out here doing what men should be doing for their kids anyway? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm sorry, but, yeah, but the men are scared as well, though. My, my, yeah, whatever. But men, men are scared as well. They're scared of getting beaten up because they are the traumatized child raises a traumatized child. Yeah. You know, so they're scared the of, of, of going up against people who are grooming, etc. They're scared of them too because they've had childhood experiences. So unless they've recovered, like we have you know, then they can't be, they don't have the skills and the, and the tools yeah, to move forward, yeah. Mm. You know, and people and then, know so when you are, you have a sphere around you. When people know that when you are empowered, they can feel it. You know, it's like with the pattern up years, it's like, right, let's put your name up there, let's do this up there. And they say, no, the ones that do, the ones that have allowed me to do that, I've noticed that their risk is, is reduced. The more yeah. they are in the limelight, the less they are abused. Even the parents, the parents who have mental health problems, who put their problems on them as narcissists, etc., um, they don't bother with them as much once they get into the limelight. They then hold them on a higher level. You know, yeah. it's the children who basically kind of don't allow us to do that yet, you know, that basically kind of are still really vulnerable. So the more you're out there in the public, you know, like, look at Nico. Nico's brilliant. I love Nico. He's, yeah. he's underlying thread. It's child exploitation, you know? And he's kind of so loud and clear. It's like, I am the mayor. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am the emperor of noodles, whatever it is. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, again, like, going back to what you just said, like, the price, that, the price tag on a child, like, people are not understanding what their child is worth in the streets this all yeah. comes down to money power yeah. and greed and we all know as a society this is what we're up against but yeah. literally we're living in a time of fear your child will get snatched and you will never see it's, them again yeah it's slavery you know what I mean? how is this not public knowledge where mm. we're supposed to entrust a police force don't even get me started mm. okay mm. don't even get me started <laughs> exactly why do you not have extreme <laughs> specialist services within your organization that are solely dealing and tackling this issue without any comeback of the, what's happening to the child without all this branding of they're written off there this there this there that mm. you know if, if we if we as the public are saying we're scared to tackle this isn't that your duty isn't that what we pay you for yeah yeah but exactly. their, 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 their training and everything that's involved, you know, you see how racism is entrenched and it's systemic, it's built in. And I just think kind of basically kind of with everything else on top of that, you know, they're not, they're not trained, they're on, you know, the, the, that it's, it's, it's about training the reasons why they join the police. It's like joining the forces, isn't it? Why mm -hmm. are you joining them? If you're joining it to yeah. escape, you're not joining yeah. it to look after people, are you? No, and you even know, once you, you get into to look it, after kids, you don't. You know, it's it's a different it's a different kind of reason, isn't it? It's a different rationale why people yeah. go to place. You know, but even the ones who join, you know, like who really want to make a difference, because yeah. there are some who do go yeah. in. They want, yeah, the youth officers but ones. They, they can't do what they want to do because of the whole the way it's set up, isn't it? Yeah. The system. The yeah, other ones. Makes, yeah, and that makes you suspicious because you start to think, why aren't they at the ports and why aren't they on the rat runs? We yeah. have a rat run down the road that goes straight into London, came yeah. back. Yeah, and I so seen, I see with my own eyes children on are kind of in the middle being yeah. picked up in taxes, etc. So you know it's just kind of and the police aren't there yet. Yeah, I saw on one of your videos there's something like twenty police going into one young person's house. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it was just yes, like, hang but on, they haven't. But they can't do that for that for the county lines. Yeah, how easy the... is that? No, yeah, but they won't do it. It's like kind of well, what? What is it then? Why aren't they cracking down on this? And then you look at basically, you know, Patanot's picked up on it beautifully. It's like kind of 
they're all on coke mum you know they're all they're all yeah. taking drugs themselves so why should they crack down yeah. on this when they're all having their own parties they, you know where, where the rats you yeah. know and see this is what i've realized a little while back that you know our kids are on the end of all that drugs war yeah the drugs war that supposedly is keeping our kids safe yeah. is actually killing our kids yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free, free well, that's something it's I speak about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I spoke a bit about on one <laughs> yeah, of my interviews. Yeah, so I said I spoke hmm. a bit kind of in depth about that on one of my interviews, yeah. um, talking about, you know, how that all goes on. I'm just going to look and see. Right, there's someone called Mila K. Yeah. Roy um, that wants to come on. So I think we'll get, we'll get you on in a, in a minute, all right? But yes, um, I'm really yeah excited going forward though, yeah. working together. Yeah, because um, I know I I feel it. We're going to make change. We are. We're going to make life better for the youth. Hugely, and it's yeah. just a case of yeah, just keep pushing what we're doing. Yeah. We're gonna be yeah fully pushing the your petition once oh, we get to the Cobra. Yeah, that will be what you've put forward that's what we would like to put forward at that meeting on yeah. your behalf all of, us, um, all of us together as a coalition you know, that, yes. that would be kind of that would be stronger yeah, yeah. that's a very good I'm idea i'm telling you because i can't stop my mouth that i'm gonna end up getting arrested i'm, I'm so i've got visions of me being arrested like, I'm just Try going, to. Well, it would be so jump at that point. <laughs> I love it. It's just like, what is it going to take? Gisella, like, Gisella, gonna... Gisella, once the children yeah. start to interrupt you, but the children, everyone knows now, and the children are there, you know? So I think it's I fair. feel that, and I've had, you know, I've had all sorts of funny phone calls and things like that, and people being really hostile, like seriously hostile, you know? I lost a job, I had a report that I did taken from me on children missing education. You know, I don't forgive that. That was me. No. That was, you know, that was underhanded. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know why that person did that, you know, but I can do it again. <laughs> you yeah. thinking kind of rather than getting strung up about it. It is shocking, it isn't it, when you're yeah. doing good. Yeah, but the, the children, people the, out there yeah, trying they, to, yeah, to mess yeah, that can, up. Well, they can do what they want with us now, but the children mm -hmm. are there. We've, we, we've, we've educated a generation of kids, and you and Christella and everyone that's involved now mm -hmm. have young people who understand and they're fearless and they don't have our doubts and they don't have our fears you know some of the things i talk to some of the kids about and they're like why are you worried about that you know this is what yes. we think and this is what you know that they completely honestly knock down all of the boundaries that we hold mm -hmm. up yeah you know they, they don't give a damn about government they don't give a damn mm -hmm. about kind of all of this stuff that we pay attention to you know they yeah. minimize it you know yeah. yeah, and it's good that you, you know, with you working with them, you know, like actually being able to understand, see things from their perspective. Yeah. So yeah, which is fabulous. Because that's yeah. kind of what we, well, here at Let the Youth Live, we want more contact with the youth. Yeah. To find, you know, what we can be doing to make them feel safe. What needs to happen? What can we do? What, you know... Um, because, well, yeah, we want to make life better for them. Network them. We have Network to. them. That's what I've done with the Pattern Up Youth. Network them, profile them, get them, you know, involved. If they're musical, get, push that. You, you're doing this already. If they're artists, exhibit the work no matter what, you, you know, and speak highly mm -hmm. of them in every meeting, every safeguarding meeting, anything that you're involved in with that young person, you know, yeah. you get it written down and you, every time someone's horrible to them, we had a young girl who was handcuffed the other day by the police for going to visit her mum. Mm -hmm. um, and she wanted to see her mum because she was scared. Um, her mum's got health, mental health problems and her mum called the police straight away. And they, they, they arrested her and pinned her to the ground, you know? Oh and that's serious, serious trauma, that. Yeah. Since then, I've just raised the roof on showcasing her work on YouTube, YouTube, she's got a serious kind of PTSD, so yeah. she's not reliable at the moment, but she will be. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of things like that, just showcasing them all the time and pushing them so they're, they're feeling empowered. And then, you know, they are leading, they are leading from the front, but in terms yeah. of kind of social media, 
they do really creative campaigning. <laughs> and you'll see some of the bombs that they do around, you know, <laughs> one of them will do one thing, then another one will do. And the, the names that they have are so great. You know? yeah. Well, they call things out. You never find their identities, which is nice. <laughs> So, so they're all oh. anonymous. They're all anonymous. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's not? amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's cool. Mm. <laughs> and that's what we need to do. We do. We need to reinstall that positivity and that love, um, and and that balance of you know because when you've been so traumatized, your world has been shaped completely upside down. And I think anyone who's been through probably what we've been through, yeah. like they don't understand why we have certain triggers or why things would you know kind of like have an effect on us that wouldn't have an effect on somebody else for example yeah. so when you're a young person and you've been through all of that and your world is just not oh. the same as everyone else's you already feel excluded you already feel yeah. different you already feel you know like you're not even worth being in humanity because that's what's been drilled into you Absolutely. you know yeah. So yeah, right. any opportunity that we get to empower young women, even young boys, because especially I'm guessing in Brighton, there must be a lot against LGBT community. Um, and this but is something that's though, not... The LGBT community is hidden though. So basically kind of a lot of people that we've been... Pattern Up has a really diverse, you know, kind of um, youth um, activists involved. Um, a lot of it is, is basically kind of not being on the agenda, say, at some local organisations, it's not, it's not a, a major kind of concern, you know, so young people don't take, take out, we had, we had, we had young, one young person, I'm not asked to consent to share this, but I can share some of it as a, as a typical, yes. okay, who was sexually abused, and when he reported it, Okay, he was made to feel like he was in the wrong place um, in, you know, and provoking a, a sexual attack. Oh, my God. You know, and he, was a young per he was a young person, 18, you know, and the person who sexually assaulted him, it's all gone through now. I, we did a, did a police report, I filed it and all that carry on. But there was in no way, shape or form that he provoked a sexual attack, sexual abuse, oh. you know. It, oh. it, so... When you share that story with other people as a young person, it puts the young people off coming forward, you know, and you're already on the back oh, foot today. And if you're trans and gay, et cetera, you're already on the back foot because no one likes you, you know? Mm. And so, and one of the things about Pattern Up is it kind of, it, you know, it embraces everybody, you know? It, the, the organization, they don't see difference. The kids really, and Pattern Up doesn't see any difference between mm. anybody. You know, because he's been through so many different forms of discrimination, you know, and it's just like racism is the same as homophobia, as transphobia, as sexism. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all in the same bucket, you know. And that's the thing. Child abuse doesn't have a race. That Child abuse no. doesn't have a religion. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it it yeah. doesn't. And it's like oh, anyone who's, who's listening, just so you know, automatically, if he's a child that is being abused, they are automatically, you know, victims whether you like it's a child like i don't understand how people do not understand that and this is where it's falling down mm. on the police because you've got to ask yourself are you serious so you've got a, a child someone who's classed as a child and you're trying to make them responsible for being in the wrong place at the wrong time exactly yes because you don't want to deal with it yeah because you're not man enough to are you serious yeah and we hold on to them until the basic kind of 18 and then we put them in prison you know, yeah. and we got rid of the reboot program. The reboot program in Brighton was brilliant. The reboot program was um, basically kind of one of the items in the, the bill um, is to bring about basically kind of decriminalized um, youth programs for young people. So, you know, and, and, and lots of people in the community don't like these programs because they think we're treating them and we're spoiling them because, you know, mm. because they've been naughty. And it, it's yeah, not but that it's not all. that way around. No. <laughs> You've got deeply traumatised children getting over rape, um, getting over serious violence, you know, coming through basically kind of often poverty, family Talk breakdown, and it's really scary being poor. You know, when you don't have food mm. on the table, it's frightening for a child. It is. You yes. know? So you've got all that kind of, and, and so the child then needs nourishment, they need fun, they need a laugh, you know, they need you to basically kind of give them comfort and something that they can express themselves in. 
That's what the Reboot programme did. And they had boxing in, if you wanted to do boxing. Oh, yeah. Um, they had sports, coaches. Um, one of the guys involved in Reboot, who is not around anymore because of ill health, he gave the programme his heart. He was a fantastic youth worker, oh. Adam. And, um, and he, unfortunately, had um, health problems, so he had to leave the programme. And that was really, really sad because um, of, the, of the youth workers involved, it did take a lot of effort. You know, it did take a lot of compassion. You know, some of the kids would turn up and just say one word, you know, and that's how you would get off them for like kind of the whole week or two weeks, mm -hmm. etc. But you don't give up. You keep turning up. You keep going meeting them. You keep meeting the carers, the parents, whoever they're with. You keep representing them in school and college. You keep them in those schools and colleges. You wrap them. I wrap Patton up. Yeah, because he was on a purple. <laughs> With no GCSEs. Yeah. And he was like, this is a safeguarding issue. If you let yeah. go of him now, this is a safeguarding issue. We will then basically kind of be feeding him through into something really, really dangerous. He's already yeah. in danger. We are then basically kind of putting him out there and he will go. You know, so it's really important. The minute your child ends up in that situation, you feel that they're being groomed or you're receiving parcels at home, um, they're going missing, okay, then you contact basically kind of the police and you raise a safeguarding issue, okay? Right. You have to do that and you do it with the social services exactly. as well and the children's yes, services exactly. and you raise it so flipping high that they have to basically kind of carry out procedures. Otherwise they don't and then you've got days later kind of, you know, coming around and yes. then you're to, you're to blame. You know, exactly and let them yeah. let them know they have a duty of care that's that's the, yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah hugely it's really important and a lot of parents don't know how to do this because they're scared and shamed um or you know i've met parents who are quite relieved when the, parents, <laughs> when the kids oh. have been you know missing yeah. it's like well she didn't come home for 10 days and it's just like well and how is that okay yeah. yeah and it's that kind of but they had a breather because they weren't getting on you know, and it's just oh like, right. yeah, but that, that's the mental health, though, isn't it? Those are mental health yes. issues, but also need flagging for the parents if they're willing to re receive that. You know, but you've got that going in the mix as well, where it's like, I'm having a free holiday now because my child's not around. You know, and children, children feel that, especially if there's no other people looking after that child apart from you. It's hard, you know, so kind of having that level of, you know, of care in you, it's really important to reach out to your friends set out WhatsApp groups. If you don't have any friends, you know, set up a WhatsApp group on your street and yeah. just say to them, That's a brilliant I need idea. Some support right now. You know, I did that. You know, I need some support right now. My son is, you know, is at risk. Can someone support me, please? And I got several people coming back saying, right, we're here. You know, and it's all, this is a long time ago. But those things were really important. Mm, yeah. That sounds brilliant. Um, yeah, that's a great way yeah. to deal with it and to get yeah support and people yeah on board yeah and if your child is at risk you've got 12 the police respond in 12 hours so call the police at 12 midday if your child goes out and you feel yes. that they're going to go you know into the hands of people who will harm them call the police by 12 midday please we're hating for this but call the police by 12 midday that day yeah. <laughs> Some great advice, though. This is brilliant. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for sharing all this. And there's lots of signs as well. There's lots of signs to look for, you know, if, if a child is being exploited, okay. um, you know, from, from how they kind of exclude themselves from things that they're wearing. Do they change their hair consistently from yeah. different colours? You know, are they taking bags with them with other clothing in? Mm -hmm. You know, these are all things to kind of look out for. Are they losing weight where they're not, you know, nourishing themselves? Are they turning down meals? Yeah. You know, check their eyes, you know, because the eyes are the window to the soul. So you're always, yeah. you know, there's so many things that you can look for and, um, you know, let the youth live in yourself. We've got a big compilation of, of signs that you can look for. So we'll be posting that just to keep everyone up to speed on yeah. kind of how to look out for signs. So that's yeah. really important to know. Yeah. I think one of the things as well, Chris, though, is when, you, when, when your child is being exploited, they're not the most, um, you know, easy to live with. And so they can be quite violent, you know. Yep. So I think kind of not fighting back as well, you know, guarding yourself as well when, the, when they come home you know, when they are high and when they're not in a fit state to kind of talk to you and stuff, just make sure you do not fight back with them, as you know, obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, but don't fight back with them and make sure that basically kind of, that you take photographs of them as well before they leave the house, 
Yeah, no, because that needs to be given to the police. Take a yeah. photograph of them too, you know, and keep texting them and calling them. Even if they put the phone down on you and call you the most horrible name, you know, and it's used the sexist names because they pick up on that, don't they? And they yes. start calling you sexist names, which really hurts. Or they'll call you names that they heard in their childhood, that they heard your ex-partner say or something like that. And they will, that trauma comes out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that basically kind of you have the resilience not to take that on and just write down, this is them being traumatized. This is their trauma, you know, and keeping that, keeping that in your mind. Yeah, exactly. Keeping a log of, of things, of dates. And, and also, yeah. you know, even if you're, you can't get through to them, a safe okay, word okay. is like, listen, if you're really seriously in trouble and, and I call you and you need help, let's have a safe word so that I know if you're really in trouble, I can call the police. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. At least that's a little bit of protection for them so they know, oh my God, if I'm really in shit, this person's going to call me. Yeah. I can, I can just use this safe word and I know I've got someone supporting me. Yeah. yeah. No one it's a life, it's, it's a really good lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. When parcels brought to your house as well, so something that people don't tend to do because they get too scared, and this happens mm. to a lot of young people, is they send parcels to the house and it's part of control as well. Yeah. You know, if a parcel sent to your house or, you know, you know a friend that's this has happened to, you take that parcel to the post office. If you can take it to the police station, but some parents can't do that because they don't have 24 hours to log it, etc. They can't, brilliant. But uh. if they can't, take it to the post office, log it so that it's been returned. Don't tell the child. Play completely. Oh, yeah. That really yeah. works. Yeah, that works yeah. in a lot of cases as well that we've kind of worked with two over like the last Right, yeah. So then it looks like that the kid's got no idea that that's yeah. yeah. And the groomer yes. gets fed up because they're kind of, you know, trying to do something that's not working out. And they do give up after a while, you know, kind of in, in that capacity for using your flat or your house as a, as a, as a you know, as, as a ground for drugs, etc they'll realise. And crow draws is something that's really... Have you heard of crow draws? No, I don't think I have. Well, crow, crow draws is basically... Kind of, this is something... That, that's why they need to release all this information. It's really hard trying to get it out. <laughs> if people yeah, of want course. to know, they can come yeah. see us. So well, where are they going to find you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> and if they came to talk to you, they'd ignore them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they were perverted. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. Called, yeah, they're called crow draws, CRO. And they, that, that's something really popular right now. It's like you're told to pattern up to go and be a drug dealer. And if you don't sell enough drugs that night, you get told to pattern up and sort yourself out and stuff. That's where pattern up comes from. But the crow draws, it's the back of the drawers. It's not in the drawers or underneath the drawers. They use the, they, they, they teach the children where to actually place the drugs. So oh, yeah. I've heard of, yeah, I've heard yeah, of things like that. Yeah. Pull the drawers out and look to the back of the drawer. You know, think... You, you have to think really different about this. You know, your okay. child, if your child's been exploited, they will be holding drugs in your home, you know, yeah. and, you know, and, and they will hold Some them way. in the most unusual places. And so it's that they teach them where to put them. And so drawers are kind of, that's why, you know, pattern up from this big Ikea. Uh, <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> literally, literally. But they will, they will hide stuff in, you know, even, even weapons as well. They will oh, hide yeah. them in, you know, in, in, in places you would never even think to look. So, yeah. you know, even checking your child's room thoroughly when they're out, yeah. you know, report them missing, search their room, yeah. log everything that you can, take loads yeah. of pictures, give all that evidence to the police, contact yeah. the social services safeguarding team, yeah. tell them it's their bloody duty, yeah. give them all the evidence you've got and do not leave it. That's my advice. Do yeah. not no, leave it. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's some brilliant advice from both of you there, like <laughs> breaking that like all down. <laughs> and also, I was going to say, because you've done, you, you've already, you had a post, didn't you, with um, things to protect your your young person from, because yeah, we had posted, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're going to really promote that yeah. um, a lot more. And that's, I mean, it, just to get more people to understand and how to be more proactive, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Within the household. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even if you, another telltale sign is a, is a second or third mobile phone. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, As you came to so line, that's what came to line actually means. It's those phones, not the children. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or a perpetrator will give them a phone and be like, don't let anyone know this is just so I can contact you um, and try and listen to the conversations. You know, we don't want to invade their privacy, but the mm. bottom line is, you know, 
if they are going through what they're going through, you don't have a choice. That is, you know, you have to do it. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard to hear what's being said yeah. potentially from your young person or what they're receiving on the other end. But you know what? Kids can be messy sometimes. They'll yeah. leave a phone on loudspeaker or yeah. they'll go to the toilet and, go to and leave their bedroom door. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can find opportunities to, to find the evidence that you need uh, and the signs to, to tell you what's going on with your young person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're just knowing, isn't it? On, on, on the police though, once they're over 18, as you know, once they're over 17, it's how you word it. Because if you call exactly. the police on your child, they will arrest that child, you know, and that yeah. child will possibly go to prison. If they then find the child with drugs, you know, there's no, there's no program in place right now that can basically kind of help, you know, with restorative justice with young people, is there? Yeah. So they're now you know, something else we need to think. The main reason that child are being exploited is because one, obviously they can make more money off children, yeah. but two, if they if a child gets caught, their sentence is less, and that's why they use children. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And also, if you look at the prison um, prisons at the moment in the UK, and um, they're flooded with drugs. You know, yeah, hundred so percent. Youth prisons around Sussex, for instance, you know, they they don't go in the, you know, it's 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 really hard for the prison officers, and I get that you know, but there is serious kind of grooming going on in prisons as well. So yeah. we can't rely yeah. on and schools. Yeah. 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 The whole year group was taken. It's shocking. That I'm involved yeah. with. It was a whole year group that was influenced. You know, it's wow. quite something Bloody else. Hell. Yeah, it was cultural. You know, it was cultural. It was kind of, yeah. Well, if you think, I mean, everything around us mm -hmm. is, is promoting like the oh, whole, all of it. Yeah, yeah. The, the street culture. Yeah. The music, the TV, yeah. the everything mainstream. Clothing. Yeah. yeah. Clothing is a massive one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even social media, again, like all of these things that play such a massive influence in our young children's lives. Yeah. Yeah. People are raking millions of their, their streams and their views and giving nothing to the kids. So it's like, hmm. at some point, like, I, I'm just dumbfounded i am just gobsmacked at what is happening in in this uh, honestly i'm flipping fuming yeah. the fact that we've even got to sit here and have this bloody conversation yeah <laughs> and it's like, do you know what i mean it's mad because like, yeah, it was like me like years ago i was supporting people out here doing stuff yeah but then it got to the point like hang on a minute why isn't it changing what's yeah what's actually going on like hang on a minute i need to really look into all of this and i yeah. ended up i've researched i've you know been watching parliament you know ins yeah. and outs i'm reading knife crime report you know like to figure out what why is this you know mm. what do we need to do and mm. i'm just i'm just so proud of all of us all the people i've I met along it. the way yeah, who just they've got the same vision right yeah. They want to make change. We want to make change. Yeah. We're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones to do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we love we love the youth. Yeah. And we want to see it's their natural. lives. It's improved. a natural thing to do is to protect children. It's an instinctual thing to do is to protect exactly. children. And we're, we're, we're now at this point where basically kind of they're seen as a commodity. You know? Yep. So people are having children and seeing them as a commodity and they're not looking after them properly. You know, they're sticking no. them in front of the TV, they're seeing them as a burden, you know, um, it's, it's just, it, it, it's, it's all about money, isn't it? You know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's we're, we're all living in this place. All, all yeah. money. Yeah, like, but this is where it comes down to, I'm sorry, the education of women. Girls, mm. put a fucking well. condom on. Yeah. <laughs> put a condom on. What's wrong with you? I want you to really, go and get a bigger house and claim your benefits. <laughs> put a condom on. Like, you know, as women, we have to be thinking about the type of people that we're choosing to have children with. If you've got a man that ain't even going to come and pay you half your rent, girl, he is not going to pay you childcare. And <laughs> yeah, but women can be as abusive as well, though. You know, I've got, I've got mums who are literally traumatizing young people and you know and making them so super vulnerable so it's, i think it's a female thing as well as a male thing yeah you know you try and i'm not trying to be judgmental but you know there's all yeah. different you know let's take away domestic violence because that's a whole separate issue but women who generally have common sense okay who haven't been through certain things i'm sorry it, it, you know yeah, a, a right. child is a blessing but 
a waste of a whole man that's supposed to raise a child with you is a curse. Why would you want to put yourself and your child through that? You know what I mean? Like, we need to start raising our barriers and saying, do you know what? We need to start talking more about red flags. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, okay, laws, we need laws then for that, Christella, because if you're, if you're um, on the low income and working class and you're going through domestic violence and your partner is on a higher income, you're trapped with him. That, you yeah, know, financial and then, and then you get an injunction, yeah. you need £500 and all the other things on top. And even when you get injunctions, <laughs> I had, I had <laughs> one. Hard. He kept breaking it. Like, I had yeah, injunctions out there. Mine flying through the window. <laughs> my, mine was standing underneath the lamppost outside my house. And my new boyfriend was going, oh, there's your ex out there. And I'm like, no, he's not. No, he is. No, he's not. But he used to lurk in alleyways. He was... He was bribing my daughter's friends with sweets. Mm. See what I mean? Yeah. So the thing is, I mean, we've definitely got a lived experience. We need more education around it. And we definitely need, you know, more laws around it as well. Because I'm sorry, I'm just fed up of, of people thinking they can do whatever they want to other human beings and consistently, you know, go in and out of a system that yeah. just uses them to make money, okay? Our young people then come out of prison, probably worse off than they went before. Massively. Right? Yeah. They can't get jobs. They're not going to get rehoused. Then you're putting 18-year-old kids in housing that you know they're going to lose their, their house in six months. Like, yeah. really? Are you dumb? Are you okay? Yeah. Like, all the things that are happening there, there. Well. They used to do, they, they used Yeah, the age should be hired i yeah. think the age of a child should be up to at least 20 because 24. i'm sorry to include sense. yeah yeah well, there I, you go i went on a workshop re quite recently right and it was to do with me mental health young people um it was a specialist lady doctor who did the workshop but that she was explaining that a, the frontal lobe area yeah of a person's brain like a child they don't develop till i think it was 25 24 yeah, okay, 25 yeah. and that's this the risk taking bit that's yeah. the maturity bit yeah. so they need that needs to be taken into account Massively. but there's a reason why it's so low there's a reason why because there's certain people in organizations that have power that yeah. are flipping pedos right yeah so let's just 